Welcome to Stay Engaged 2023. Now in its fourth year, Stay Engaged is back to captivate you with a compelling lineup of weekly offstage sessions from esteemed IAB UK members and the creme de la creme of the digital advertising industry. Prepare yourself for a whirlwind of creativity as each episode aims to ignite your imagination and revolutionize your thinking. Today, we'll be shedding light on the challenges, strategies and opportunities for the industry when it comes to building trust on both sides of the ad supply and demand chain. Hey everyone and welcome to our episode on trust in the advertising industry. My name is Laura and I am the Head of Agency Sales Strategy at Benetis. I'm joined by two of my colleagues, Matt and Tom, and I'll be asking them a few questions around the impact of trust for both publishers and advertisers when it comes to understanding gaming media and working with monetization partners. But before we get into the actual questions, Matt and Tom, it would be good if you could introduce yourselves, tell us a bit of your background in the industry and your role within Benetis. Matt, we'll start with you. So I'm Matt. I'm Senior Account Director over at Benetis. I've been within the advertising space for around nine years, three and a half of which I've been within gaming, and I've spent the last two and a half years over at Benetis. I work on the direct sales team, work directly with agencies and brands, helping educate them on gaming and the sheer scale of gaming. And with regards to sort of trust, my role is very much focusing on speaking to brands and agencies about accessing a publisher inventory from a safe standpoint. Perfect. And Tom? Hello, Lara. My name's Tom. I'm the Global BD or Business Development Director here at Venetus. I have been in the industry for 20 years, believe it or not, 10 of which have been in gaming. So previously worked for the likes of PlayStation and now Venetus, obviously. As a gamer, I was around for the launch of the PS1. Yes, I'm that old. And I've kind of refound my love of gaming through working with the likes of Venetus and gaming in my later years. And now with my three kids, I'm kind of seeing the, kind of the emergence of the modern gamer, mostly them watching people play Minecraft on YouTube or playing Roblox or stuff like that. But yeah, that's me and my role. With regards to trust, my role is all about around kind of building trust with, with the publishers that we represent as a business. Well, we all know that trust is quite a big topic in our industry. So to be able to explain why it is such a central issue, it would be good if we can set the scene first. Tom, we'll start with you. Can you give us a top line view of the role of trust when it comes to your publisher relationships? I think for me, trust really is kind of the core pillar to any relationship with any of our publishers. Unfortunately, the market that we work within is is incredibly fierce. And because of that, there are publishers that have had bad experiences, that have had their hands burnt in the past. So a lot of what I do is about building trust in those kind of initial conversations. And then throughout any initial partnership, it's about maintaining that trust. For me, the entire kind of tech provider and publisher relationship is one built on trust they are entrusting us with the tech that we provide they are in a lot of ways seeing us as a kind of an extension of their existing sales team or or their business if that makes sense so yeah trust is a very 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 important part and and i guess in terms of kind of how we deliver that trust it's twofold one is seeing the things that we say they were going to deliver so that's ad revenue direct campaigns etc but also increasingly kind of transparent in terms of the data that we share with our publishers so that we can kind of justify and validate what we say we're going to deliver. Transparency is quite a common use word in our industry. Matt, would you say that also plays a big part when it comes to building that trust with the advertisers and media agencies that we work with? 100%. Transparency is vital. I mean, trust in itself is very vital for the entire advertising ecosystem to run smoothly. And gaming is a very important 
given that it's a newer audience than other verticals. Advertisers need to be able to feel certain that where they spend their money, it will result in the best outcomes. And to do that, they need to be sure that we as partners are experts in what we do. So we'll suggest the best activations, the best channels, and the best ways to engage with a specific demographic. But in reality, given that gaming is still a fairly new medium to advertise within, even at the top sort of executive level of marketing teams and agencies, trust within gaming is still a concern, especially when it comes to trusting that activating in a particular game will reach the people that they want to reach. So yeah, I mean, to go back to your sort of original question, transparency because of all of this is incredibly key. But you say that gaming is kind of a more newer medium when it comes to different brands which I think is why a lot of gaming ad partners are now looking into different industry accolades and certifications that they can gain. So for example, like the IB gold standard. Tom, how do you feel that this sort of certification actually plays a role when it comes to your relationships with publishers? Is, is it quite a hot topic? It's an interesting one because I actually think the focus of the, the IB gold standard actually sits with us as a company, as in they are the the benchmarks and, and the expectations that we have on ourselves in terms of what we deliver in market. That being said, we all know that the, the gaming community spend their time in in curious corners of the internet. A lot of the diligence they do when they're looking at potential partners like Venetus are things like Reddit and Discord, etc., etc. So although we focus on it a huge amount, I actually think for publishers it's, it should be a, a bigger part of their kind of diligence process when, when looking at their next partner. What about when... Working with brands, Matt, did you feel that media agencies and brands change their opinion or perhaps trusting us more when we say we have this type of certification? Yeah, so I mean, brand safety, as we know, is, is very, very important when it does come to brands and agencies, especially now more than ever. When it comes to accolades such as IBs, the gold standard 2.1, it is a badge of trust prove legitimacy in the market. So it does go a long way to help advertisers feel confident they're working with recognised businesses. But I do believe that more can be done. When I'm speaking to agencies and brands, it's kind of a conversation saying, what accolades do you have? What brand safety measures do you have in place? I don't think maybe that the understanding of what these accolades mean, I reckon that could be potentially, they could be educated better. I feel like, as I said, it's a, it's a badge of trust. And when we sort of do mention to brands and agencies that we do have these accolades, it does sort of instill that trust with these brands and agencies. By the sounds of it, education is key here, which mm. clearly a big role of that sits within ad partners to educate their publishers and their clients. But do you feel, Matt, that there's more that the governing bodies can actually do to stress the importance of these sort of certifications to to media agencies and to advertisers? Yeah, I'd say it's a mixture of both. I feel like when we speak to agencies and, and brands, we let them know what's these accolades mean uh, but at the same time it does come down to the governing bodies to educate these agencies and brands as to what they mean as well so do you feel it, it works in quite a similar way when working with publishers tom yeah the good news is that a lot of the big players in the ad space have certifications that you could look out for so we are a gcpp partner a google certified publisher partner and effectively what google are doing there is putting their validation or, or stamp of approval on on Ventus to use their tech which is obviously fairly powerful but there's other things that publishers should be looking out for. So things like TAG, which is which is effectively prevention of things like malware and malicious redirects, I think are very important. So there's a number of kind of big governing bodies that they can look out for that include IAB, TAG, Google. So I think, you know, further education for, you know, for advertisers and agencies is quite a big topic and a big focus for a lot of ad partners. 
but especially when it comes to ad partners that are working in the gaming space, you know, trusting the gaming audience is something that brands and agencies are really going to look into. So one of the things that, at least kind of from my experience, that a lot of advertisers tend to ask is, well, how can we ensure that our target audience actually sits with engaging and we're actually engaging with this audience? Matt, do you get asked this question quite a lot by your brands? Yeah. So when I speak to brands and agencies, when I mention what we do as a business and the space that we sit within, the the initial kind of I suppose, misconception from brands and agencies is what the gaming market actually is. And there is a big misunderstanding of what it actually is and the size of it. People don't realise that gaming isn't just 16 to 20-year-olds sat on PlayStations or Xboxes or PCs playing kind of your hardcore games. It's much, much larger than that to the point where 60% of the gaming market is now mobile, which means that the average gamer is a lot older than when people think and the sheer size of the gaming market is over $200 billion a year. There's over 3 billion gamers worldwide, which is nearly a third of the world's population. So when you kind of walk through that, kind of educate the agencies and brands on the sheer size of it, brands become a lot more receptive to it. And also alongside that, the increasing involvement of some of the bigger brands in the world within gaming should be a beacon of trust for other brands within gaming. So if you look at the sort of this range of successful campaigns that we've run with brands that sit within sort of FMCG to film and to entertainment, high-end fashion, it proves that non-endemic audiences are also there outside of your endemic gaming audiences uh, to be communicated with. So we've run campaigns with brands from Asda to Visa to P&G to many other brands that you wouldn't consider obvious fits within gaming. And alongside that, brand studies also play a key role uh, to help brands gain confidence in gaming and the benefits proposition as it is. So, so from a sales side... By the sounds of it, it's, it's key that we're the ones that are providing these audience insights to brands to kind of help them build trust in the gaming space. Tom, when it comes to actually, you know, building a publisher portfolio and ad partner, what do you think can be done here to kind of really be able to help the sales sides tell the story to the brands of who the audience is? Yeah, so I think it's, it's a subject matter that actually probably covers both sides of the conversation here as in the advertiser and publisher in the transparency is key i would always encourage planners to, to look at where your campaigns are being delivered for venetus our ethos is very much quality over quantity and relevancy over scale so what we're trying to do there is be incredibly diligent with who we're working with we get approached by huge sites that sit outside of our wheelhouse that would give us you know campaign extension etc cetera, etc cetera. but ultimately what, what we do and if you look at all the sites that we work with there is a, there's a core theme that runs through through those, and that is that is gaming and entertainment. And what that means is that we create a very defined pool of sites and a very de- kind of defined audience. And when advertisers come to spend with us, they know that even if they're carving that audience up, their campaign is going to be delivered in a kind of a, a very specific niche of the market. So you can tell there's obviously a process in place when it comes to building that portfolio and ensuring that we do have that relevancy there with the audience but on the flip side of that Tom when you're onboarding publishers how can you give them confidence that the demand from advertisers is actually there yeah it's a good question I think talking to publishers of which I spend most of my time doing that these guys they hear quotes between 2022 and 2027 there'll be a hundred billion dollars of ad sales uh, ad direct ad revenue in our market I think the reality is transparency through data and a UI so to be able to see what percentage of the revenue that we're delivering is actually coming from direct. But actually, really simply, it's an eye test. Going onto your site and seeing the direct campaigns that you guys are out in market selling, 
seeing the skins and takeovers, seeing the videos is really ultimately what they're looking for. So many times in the past, they've been promised direct and actually if you go onto the sites, they don't see it. So for my publishers, really, it's about delivering data through our UI that showcases direct that we're delivering, but actually going onto their site and seeing the brands that, that you guys are out in market selling. So once we've brought the advertisers in when it comes to trusting the gaming space and understanding their audience is there, and we've built our publisher portfolio and kind of built that confidence that demand is there, a big question that then gets asked is, well, when the ads actually run, do gamers enjoy advertising? Are we pushing away the actual users? Matt, what's your views on this? Yeah, so I think it is very important that brands are not disrupting the gaming experience. And that when they do advertise within gaming and across whatever platform they are advertising within, they're adding some form of value to the gamer, to the gaming experience. So we work very closely with our pep dev team, so over at Tom's side of the business, to make sure that the games that we do offer, that we offer these kind of formats to brands to elevate the gamer's experience. Is this also part of the process when it comes to onboarding publishers, Tom? Yeah, so I think, I've talked about it already, I think we all are aware that the gaming community can be quite vocal when it comes to a late release or a game that they're not happy with. You know, they'll take to Twitter or Reddit and, and the same with ads, unfortunately. However, the positive is that I would say now more than ever, there's kind of an understanding market that there's a value exchange going on. People are providing free content, free editorial, um, games that support gameplay in exchange for, for ad monetization. So I think the gaming community are actually okay with ads now. I think where we can help is actually the relevancy. So showcasing you know big direct brands from AAA studios from streaming from cinema yes we deliver ads on our sites but we try to keep them as relevant as possible and I think that is as an acceptable setup for the gaming community I'm assuming that there is actually a scenario where ads could add value yeah 100% Google AdMob did a study recently that showed that 50% of users were actually reporting that they would be less satisfied if they removed reward video so that scenario is where it's gameplay in scenarios like Rovio or EA, play, play a game and actually in return for an additional round or additional go, you watch a reward video. So actually it can kind of complement and improve an experience online. Which really takes us back to the point earlier of, you know, pushing that education to, to brands and to media agencies. These are the sort of insights that they'll be looking for in order to be able to build that trust in the industry. So outside of being sure that advertisers can actually find their target audience across gaming channels and that publishers can actually feel secure knowing that the audience is being engaged with and not kind of alienated by the ads themselves, how do both supply and demand partners maintain trusting relationships with ad partners? So, you know, what can ad partners like Venetus do to build deeper relationships with, with clients? Matt. Proof is in the pudding, right? It seems incredibly obvious to say, but good results are the key to trusting relationships. Having said that, being transparent about unexpected results is just as important. So in any case, it's the data that needs to be to back up what we're telling our clients. And then that then provides good peer case studies. I think alongside this as well, constant education on not just what Venetis' offerings are, but also general market updates and sort of education on some of the different areas of gaming. I think that's a really key part to build that trust and build the relationships with the clients that we work with. And because of all this, from a vendor standpoint, we worked around a 98% retention rate in terms of clients that we work with on an ongoing basis. So Tom, what can you do from your side when it comes to publishers? Sure. So I think one of the, the biggest issues I have 
in our industry is that publishers, there's a lot of telling publishers what they want to hear. And for me, a big part of, of deepening and strengthening that partnership with, with any publisher is actually to be quite clear and honest about what the future, you know, short to medium term looks like. Not creating an excuse-based scenario, but more just giving them vision that, yes, January is going to be bleak for everybody. And I think all of us in the industry here can, can testify to that. But equally, when Q4 is strong, we have huge amount of both direct and programmatic demand coming in giving them visibility on that and then seeing that delivered I think is a really strong way of deepening that relationship. So looking deeper into you know digital advertising in the gaming space we know that programmatic is a big part of digital advertising but direct sales still does play a big role. Matt when it comes to working with media agencies do you feel like working on, on direct campaigns actually strengthens the relationship and gives them better insights versus programmatic and open marketplace? Yeah, working on sort of from a direct sales standpoint means you can build the strong working relationships with your agency and client teams. So you're able to actually give them regular market updates. As I mentioned sort of in the question before, I think educating them on sort of global exclusivity is another badge of trust being able to show that we're trusted by some of the largest inventory sources in the world to handle their direct sales only adds legitimacy. But being able to sell direct with brands mean that they get a better view of the whole buying process compared to programmatic, which seems more behind the scenes in terms of supply. We're able to give more visibility to brands through insights as well and data through GWI, Nielsen. This enables new brands to enter the space who might not want to dive straight into a space without knowing a bit more about it, without much of an understanding. And Tom, am I right in saying that from a sales standpoint, being able to build these deeper relationships with brands through these direct campaigns helps when it comes to managing publisher relationships? Yeah, I think in very simplified terms, publishers are actually really appreciative of direct campaigns. Typically, they, they look great. Typically, they're from brands that really resonate nicely with their audience. Yes, there's also kind of a rev- revenue upside, I think actually that in itself is part of an education process. I think the market understanding that direct revenue and direct sales is, is an entirely separate pool of revenue. But then there's also kind of softer and peripheral kind of benefits to, to direct sales as well. Because we have greater control, that there's less likelihood of things like ad fraud or malvertising. So yeah, to direct is actually very, very important to the relationship that we have with most of our publishers. And then when looking at the gaming audience specifically, I think a lot of brands feel that gamers are a tough nut to crack and that they're scared that there's going to be scepticism from the gaming audience when they advertise. Matt, what would be your response to this? In general, the value exchange has to be authentic. Brands have fallen short when their brand exposure comes before adding to the play experience. For example, reward video on mobile, there's that value exchange for watching a video, branded worlds as well within the likes of like a Roblox or a Minecraft, where it provides engagement. And there's a benefit for the gamer, either through exclusive content or, or like character skins or sort of fun experiences that you can't get through other formats. So it's not just looking at a billboard or looking at an ad for a few seconds. It just improves the gaming experience. And Tom, when speaking to publishers, do you especially maybe new publishers and kind of the first time that they're partnering with an ad partner like like Venetus, do they have that initial concern that there's going to be a, a negative reaction from gamers to ads? Yes, certainly. I think actually the, the initial question that we always get from publishers is, I expect spend from AAA Studios and Cinema, etc. What about FMCG or Auto or whatever it might be? I think for them, it's just about protecting the audience. And I think the audience, as in the gaming community, are just very appreciative when brands take the time and effort to at least 
consider the audience that that, that ad is being shown in. So gamifying ad content or making it relevant for that audience, I think it's, it's kind of something that the gaming community and publishers really appreciate. Equally, very simple stuff, but stuff like ad density. So both the publishers and the audience and actually ad spenders themselves, we try to create an environment where we deliver as, as fewer ads as possible into a page at as high a yield as possible. Relevancy needs to be high, ad density needs to be low, and that creates kind of a, a happy place for, for everybody. So basically relevancy and ad density, two key things. Matt, and I'm going to ask you this, would be to actually share a case study of you know an activation, a campaign that you've run that you feel really showcases that value exchange that we've spoken about and that trust building with the gaming audience. Yeah, for sure. So we ran a campaign with Visa at the back end of last year and it was their first kind of foray, not just into gaming, but into the Roblox scene. And what we did, instead of just running straight up billboards that players would just simply look at, what we did is we created a pop-up store that we placed into three very popular games within Roblox. And within those pop-up stores, we also created UGC items, which are essentially buyable clothes or buyable outfits that players, when they entered the store, they were able to buy. And each of these outfits were Visa-themed or Visa-branded, and the results kind of spoke for themselves. We had incredible a number of purchases of the items. We had incredible view time and dwell time within the store because it ultimately improved the gaming experience. It wasn't just an ad. It was an ad that you were able to go up and engage with and something new that hadn't really been seen within the Roblox space before. Yeah, and I know the campaign itself has been nominated for a few awards. So obviously a, an amazing case study to be able to share with our industry peers. Tom, do you feel like these sort of case studies really help like showcasing these to publishers and making them feel that there is huge opportunity there with advertisers? Yeah, of course. I think proof, which falls under the umbrella of, of trust, is kind of a huge part of the consumer decision-making process at the moment, and I, I include publishers in that. If you look to go and buy something, you'll go and look at Amazon for, for reviews now. Working with an ad tech provider like Venetis is no different. So yes, I would encourage publishers to ask for case studies, and that includes Venetis. But equally, talk to publishers, talk to other publishers that are working with the likes of Venetis, working with competitors, get a sense of what they're delivering for other people. So yeah, for me, proof is kind of a, a huge part of building trust. Thank you so much, Matt and Tom, for sharing your thoughts and insights when it comes to trust in the gaming industry and advertising industry as a whole. Can I ask you both, if I was to ask for one key takeaway for fellow industry professionals looking to build and maintain trust with their partners, Tom, what would it be? Good question. I would say for monetization partners, it really is just about honesty and transparency. And, and yes, that comes in a lot of forms, UI, data, but visually seeing the direct campaigns that we say that we're going to deliver. But equally, it's a back and forth relationship between both the publisher and the ad tech platform. You need to approach the good and the valid parts of the process and trust in your ad tech provider. What would be your key takeout, Matt? I would say authenticity. Uh, authenticity in your, in your activations. Um, although brand exposure results are primary goal, they shouldn't come above providing meaningful experiences for gamers. Perfect. Well, thank you both Matt and Tom. By the sounds of it, authenticity and transparency seem to be the two key things that need to be looked at. Well, thank you both so much. Thank you. Excellent. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to this week's IAB UK's Stay Engaged 2023. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to access the full range of Stay Engaged episodes and stay updated on the regular IAB UK podcast. <laughs>